Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, yeah, we are live from the uh, Bear Bryant Awards show. Uh, big week uh, this week for the, uh, for, the, for the Texans, for the, uh, for the city, uh, and we're going to get some playoff football. It's been four years since we've had playoff football. Now, D'Amico Ryans, who, by the way, he sounds a lot like John McClain. Um, I, I don't know what happened to D'Amico Ryans, but I'm, I'm hoping that he's able to ice up and so he can at least talk on Saturday. Did you hear D'Amico yesterday? I did. Yeah. Sounds a little like John McClain, doesn't he? Yeah, he was uh, praising Amy Adams drunk. Well, yeah, I don't know about that. That would be John McClain. <laughs> But here is uh, D'Amico Ryans talking about the difference between the regular season and the playoffs. It's not different. (laughs) It's not. Everybody wants to make it different. It's not different. Like, it's just a matter of, like I told our team today, we've been getting better throughout the year. Each and every week we've gotten better. We just have to stay on that track. Keep getting better. Keep playing sound. Keep playing relentless. Play clean football if we do that. And that's all that matters, right? We focus on playing good good football. It doesn't matter that it's the playoffs. The game doesn't change. It's still football. We got to go execute. We got to go play fast. Now, on the surface, he can say that. But I I think the the biggest thing for me is the two most important assets that this team has and the two most important assets that a football team can have, quarterback and coach – they can significantly either wet the bed or they can significantly elevate their play to where they're able to thrive at this time. So he can say that, but there's a lot of coaches who are really good in the regular season and then they stink in the playoffs. There's a lot, there's a lot of guys who elevate their play. And this is going to be the first time we're going to get to see D'Amico and CJ. So with all due respect, sir, let's agree to disagree. And you know I hate saying that. Uh, no, it, it's, let, let's be very clear about this. It's different. It's a lot different. First of all, you can hear that it's different in his voice. <laughs> That's one thing on the surface. But secondly, the actions, right? Like ever since last week, which was uh, ostensibly a playoff game, they treated the week differently. Now, I know it was a Saturday, but regardless, they didn't do the full contact practices. They were in lighter stuff. They were walking through. They were arresting guys. They got guys back uh, from injuries probably uh, in, a, in, in circumstances where they wouldn't have been back if it was just another regular season game no look i get it i'm not i'm not ripping him for for doing that no, because, not a rip you know because he wants to he wants it to be on the field uh a, a perfect game another game a regular season game but it's different and and i think the the prime example andrew locker john lopez uh figgy fig live from the uh, post oak hotel at the uh, bear bryant award show I, I think that if we just go back to the last time this team was in the playoffs and we, we, we look at the, the game against the Kansas City Chiefs, which, which people get a sour taste in their mouth. If, if that doesn't happen, who knows what happens with Bill O'Brien. So, so just, just look at that as a blessing in disguise with where they're at. Don't, don't, get, don't get concerned about that. But that same regular season, 
the Kansas uh, the Texans went to Kansas City. They won the game, and at the end of the game, they went for it on fourth and two. Pretty pretty gutsy move, and they moved the chains. Watson, I think he found D Hop on a slant, and the Texans, their aggressiveness, etc. Uh, it paid off. They also went forward on fourth down with Carlos Hyde and ended up scoring a touchdown as well. And Bill O'Brien coached, coached a gutsy game at that time. Go to the playoffs. Yeah. He's peeing his pants. Like, Bill O'Brien is peeing his pants. He doesn't have a play on fourth and one. Mm-hmm. He decides to kick a field goal when they were up 21, and the momentum completely changed from there. Then he decided to fake a punt. Yep. And I think that's a prime example of it's the same place, it's the same teams, and the Texans had a coach who was basically in the fetal position, wet in his pants, but wasn't doing that in the regular season. So we're going to see how D'Amico handles this situation. And quite frankly, there's, there's a possibility that D'Amico, like the moment's too big or it's, it's an adjustment because we're going through growing pains. Or there's a possibility that, unlike Bill O'Brien, he doesn't pee his pants and he actually has like a, a, a little bit of a – a little bit of a game plan, he's able to get the job done. Yeah, wasn't he kind of talking to himself there as much as anybody? No, I'm serious. Like, he wants to be like – What's the last thing you told yourself when you talk to yourself? What's the last thing you told yourself? Uh, you strike me as someone like – I do do that. I, I do do that. No, not always out loud. Um, oh, probably this morning. Probably this morning. Uh, I, I told myself uh, that even though I'm at the Post Oak Mall, I've got to get a workout in today. I mean, okay. Post Oak Hotel, I've okay. got to get a workout today. Okay. So I'm going to make it a point to get a workout in today. Because okay. usually I work out. Subhardo. <laughs> well, you asked. But look, here's what I mean by he's talking to himself. He's telling himself, I'm going to treat this like, you know, I'm going to. Because D'Amico hasn't had any flaws. He really hasn't showed any flaws this year. At the beginning of the year, I, I kept saying, there's going to be something. There's going to be something that he's weak at. Well, he's really good at game management. He's really good at uh, end of game time management. He's been really good at the whole culture thing. He's been really good in, in games with game plans and everything. I know they've lost a couple of games they shouldn't have, but he's, he hasn't shown a lot of flaws. I, I, I am worried about a flaw emerging on Saturday. With D'Amico. With D'Amico. Explain yourself. So the last time that the Texans took on the Browns, Amari Cooper went for 265 yards, 11 catches, two touchdowns. We can basically recite those, those stats now. And D'Amico Ryans afterwards was asked by DJ Bienname of ESPN, who, by the way, you can tell my man DJ is putting together a nice D'Amico feature that's going in ESPN. So I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the, the line of the questioning. Questions, I'm yeah. looking forward to this. I bet it, I bet yeah. it might be a front pager on Saturday. <laughs> my boy DJ Bienname is working on something. He's asking questions with a purpose. Yes. He's asking questions with a purpose. So I, I, I see you, DJ. I look forward to seeing that. But when asked that by DJ, D'Amico said, when asked, like, why, why not follow Amari Cooper with Derek Stingley, D'Amico said, that's not what we do. You know, that's not what we do on defense. I'll tell you what, if you're going to do the same thing against Amari Cooper that you did last time, well, you, better, you better look up and pray that either Joe Flacco isn't throwing like he was yeah. or Steven Nelson suddenly becomes healthy or these other guys figure it out because that I think that's going to be D'Amico's biggest test when he says that's not what we do. We'll see. Hopefully you're not doing the same damn thing that you were doing last time you faced Amari Cooper because if so, 
there's going to be a very, very large chunk of Texans fans walking out of NRG not so happy. Is that a flaw, though? I don't know. Well, I don't even know if it's a thing. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know if it's a thing. I don't know if it's a flaw, like, because he's sticking to his guns. I think that's kind of what he's saying to himself. But absolutely, they need to give more attention to Amari Cooper. I mean, that much is obvious. Now, whether he goes to with Steven Nelson and more safety, whatever it may be, another all will stay with a nickel, whatever it may be, that might be an adjustment, but I don't know if that's a flaw. No, but, I mean, if, if you just stubbornly do the same thing this time out, then that would be a big flaw. Mm-hmm. Like being stuck in your ways, unable to adjust, that would be a big flaw. I, I don't anticipate that happening, but when I heard him say that's not what we do, I was like, well, Steven Nelson looks like he's about to die on the field. Um, the other guys look don't look capable. Derek Stingley's over there guarding some practice squad guy. Yeah. Maybe let him follow him around a little bit. Uh, I That would be not playing it the Again, right we're way. we're learning about it. Yeah, yeah that, that would be not playing it and getting out of your skin. So – uh, look, the, I think the actions uh, of, of how they have approached last week and this week so far, and by the way, another big, big uh, practice report coming your way during our show because uh, last, what's today, Wednesday, which is a, basically a practice Thursday. Don't do this. Uh, no, the guys that didn't play no, didn't practice. A lot of people are getting confused. Wednesday is actually Tuesday. Tuesday is <laughs> actually Wednesday. Wednesday is actually Thursday. Today it is. Today it is for yeah. practice purposes. Yeah, so yesterday was the uh, the injury report where everybody who was previously on it was on it again. It's almost normal. Uh, the two guys <laughs> who were resting were Shaq Mason and Laramie Tunsil. Robert Woods didn't practice. So the practice report that comes out today and the updates that we get in the noon hour, that's basically – it's not clarity. I think it's. I think it's more. Uh, it's revealing. It's more revealing. This yeah. is the revealing. Yeah. Uh, edition of, of the injury report, and and we, we got to see one of these receivers out there. All I right. think. I think Woods. I don't know what's up with Noah Brown. You got to have the receivers out there, or one of them, right? Uh, you got to have at least one of them out there. Which would you prefer? I prefer Noah Brown. Are, are they both completely healthy? Healthy enough to play. I mean, yes. Uh, well, I mean, I'd actually go I, Noah I, Brown. Big game Noah Brown. Yeah. I mean, but but Woods Woods has been there before. But, I mean, if, if uh, it's boom or bust. Mm-hmm. But in the, in the three games, Cincinnati, Tennessee on the road, and Tampa Bay, Noah Brown, like big game Noah Brown, the other seven games that he's played have been meh, and he missed seven. But just the possibility of big game Noah Brown, I would say yes. Yes, even though he disappeared against the Jets. Uh, when I expected him to, to to play well, I would still take Noah Brown. He's been up and down. Noah Brown and and I Nico think Woods Collins. goes though. I don't know, man. I like he was like, working out on the field. He I was, think he tries to go. I, I think he's going to try to go, but like as healthy as possible, both of them. I'd I'd still go Noah Brown over Robert Woods. I actually think that that we're looking in the wrong place. I mentioned this to you before the show. I think we're looking in the wrong place where they need the most help and getting people healthy. Yeah, DN. <laughs> The end. Oh, for sure. I mean, you got Jerry Hughes, you got Jonathan Grenard, and you got Will Anderson out there. And I heard Clint talk about this yesterday. Uh, Clint Sterner, Ron Hughley, two to six, right here on Sports Radio six ten, the Drive. Um, they they know Will Anderson's going to try to give them what they got. I just don't uh, what he's got. I don't know how much Will Anderson has. Uh, exactly. I don't know how he felt after that Colts game because it seemed like he sure as hell was putting a lot out there. 
And there were times where it looked like he was just hunched over. Yeah, over. yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of bullet points, right? Like, boom, 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 boom. I do it every day. You know, I, I, and I made some bullet points on why we're, we're looking in the wrong place as to where they need the most help uh, uh, on, on Saturday. The first bullet point, no matter what he does in the pocket and he moves around, Joe Flacco's a statue. Like, like he can move around uh, a little. Yeah. He, yeah, he can move around a little even, bit. Even at his best, yes. He, he's a statue. Here's where it gets the most uh, interesting for me. The Browns' offensive line stinks. Like, they, have, they, they rank, according to Pro Football Focus anyway, take it for what Uh-oh. it's worth, they, they rank in the bottom five in the NFL. They've had three tackles lost for the season. Who do the tackles block? The, the rush ends, the edge rushers. Jack Conklin's gone for the year. Uh, Dewan Jones is gone for the year. Uh, that they have uh, – who's the other one? I forget who the other one is. But they also have uh, Jaron Christian. Jaron Christian is, is starting at, at left tackle. Yeah, he stinks. He's gotten cut by four teams in three years. Yeah, he's not good. So you need your defensive ends more than you need your wide receivers. I, I firmly believe that. I, I think if, you, if we're, we're looking in the wrong – places like this guy's got to get back Noah Brown so this, shots fired at Graylin Arnold basically this guy's got to get fired uh, this guy's got to get back uh, and we're looking at, uh, at at Robert Woods nah man we've got three rush ends that are on the injury report and didn't practice yesterday those are the guys that are going to help you the most those are the guys D'Amico's got his work cut out for him but what do you think they're doing for his voice they, they got to be they got to be at least uh getting him some some tea or something. You throw, know, throw Vandy tea. needs to go help him. Vandy's I, I a perfect just, guy. Uh, I, think I Vandy, lost my voice. Vandy needs night. to go. Vandy needs to go help him. You, you know what's crazy about that McLean drop you just played? I didn't notice anything different. <laughs> I I just uh, lost my voice. I didn't know. Like, what's not normal to me? Uh, throat coat tea and this stuff right here. You've seen me spray this in my throat a lot. It's, uh, I don't think I've ever seen you spray that in your throat. Yeah, yeah, I do it in the commercials. I don't think I have. Propolis throat spray. Yeah, never seen you do that. I keep it in my Biggie, bag. have you seen him spray this stuff in his throat before? I've never seen that. Pause. Yeah. I spray I, it every day. I've never seen this. I spray it every day. Never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Propolis throat spray. I the keep it in my bag. It's right here. Uh, you just don't pay attention to me enough, man. <laughs> I, 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 I've, <laughs> you know, I, I've been told that. Yeah. Uh, Jedrick Wills is the other one. They've, they've lost three tackles, starting tackles for the season. And you got three rush ends that can bring the heat. Those are the guys that need to get back. Yeah, these are two, Landry Larker, John Lopez, live from the uh, Post Oak Hotel. The, the thing about this game is these are two resilient squads, two likable squads, two squads who've overcome a lot, perhaps the top two candidates for coach of the year. But I don't – maybe this is foolish. Maybe this is thinking a little too much of this Texan squad. I just don't think this season can end walking off the field because of the ghost of Joe Flacco. I, I look, <laughs> this is this has gotten a lot of people beat, but I, I could accept <clears throat> walking off the field. You want field. some of this spray? No, I'm good. Uh, I could accept. Probable. <laughs> I could accept walking off the field at Arrowhead after Mahomes and the Chiefs beat you. I, I could accept walking off the field in Buffalo after the Baltimore. Bills get you. Baltimore. Um, even the Miami Dolphins, uh, if the Texans are fortunate enough to take that route where they host the Dolphins. like I, but, but 
the ghost of Joe Flacco, like I just doesn't that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense to me. I, I just I'm having a hard time imagining that. As as good as this defense is, I, I'm having a hard time imagining in my crystal ball, which sucks a lot of the time, having a hard time imagining walking off the field due to the ghost of Joe Flacco out dueling a team led by CJ Stroud. I get it. But is it even the ghost of Joe Flacco? He hadn't played like it. Like, he, you know, he hadn't played like any ghosts, any, any, any decrepit, aging quarterbacks on their last legs because that's, that's where I go with this. I, I think he's dangerous. I think he wakes up dangerous as Baker Mayfield. Well, obviously, Baker Mayfield? yeah, he's <laughs> dangerous for sure. But, but come on, like not in this season dangerous. He has been, though. I just don't see it. I, I, well, he has been. I, I've seen it. If I hadn't already seen his best effort, and, and D'Amico didn't already have a view of what Joe Flacco's best effort looks like against his defense, then maybe I would have an easier time seeing it. But my confidence in D'Amico Ryans and his ability to coach uh, and not just repeat what happened last time, along with the fact that they haven't seen C.J. Stroud and C.J. Stroud's playing the way he has and they're at home, I'm, I'm having a really would – it, would it be like the most shocking thing in the world? No. But in my in my view of things, where I'm I'm accused often of worrying too much and you know having concern about certain squads, I'm having a hard time imagining walking off the field and Joe Flacco running through that tunnel with a finger up, pointing to the Browns fans that came through. It's hard for me to it's hard for me to envision. And and you know what? That's why the Joe Flacco story is such a good story because jackasses yeah. like me have been saying that for damn near two months, and Joe Flacco has made every single one of those jackasses, including me, look dumb. Yeah. I guess I'm just doubling down. You are doubling down. You definitely are. He's having a – I mean, I haven't seen any ghosts. I've seen Joe Flacco. No, you, ghosts can be good. They're going to be good ghosts. They're going to be good ghosts, yeah. bad ghosts. Casper. Yeah, just – well, I don't know. Did you? Was that even a show? Did anyone watch Casper? It was when I was a kid. Who watched Casper? When I was little. What did he do? It, it was Casper. The what did he do? The friendly ghost. So he just talked? He was like he a was superhero. Like he was like a creep? <clears throat> you know, he, he solved crimes and problems. He was like a superhero. Casper, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever watch Casper, Fig? Nah, not really, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't even. I, I I know who he was. I remember it being around, but I wasn't into it. I, I knew who he was. I just really wasn't familiar with his work. So Joe Flacco's Casper. Uh... He could be. <laughs> he could be. He's been shaking them haters off. Consider me one. It's hard for me to imagine uh, this season ending that way. Coming up, two fears. Speaking of ghosts, two fears that we've had a good look at recently, plus the two biggest sources of hope and what their relationships been like. In the Loop continues live from the Bear Bryant Award Show at the Post Oak next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Peggy, let's hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. Oh, the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 6 p.m. Sports Radio 610. The two sources of hope versus the two sources of nope. <laughs> Texans versus Browns. Saturday night, 3.30, eh, afternoon. Saturday afternoon, 3.30, NRG Stadium, NBC. Two sources of hope. Do you want to start with the hope? Or do you want to start with the nope? Uh, you know I want to start yeah, with dope. the hope. I want hope. I want hope. Why'd you call me a dope? I'm just trying to rhyme. <clears throat> um, so the two sources of hope, obviously, and this has been the case for a long, long time, D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud. If you have any hope of advancing in the postseason mm-hmm. and getting to get to that the divisional round. By the way, as far as any coach in Texans history has gone, D'Amico Ryans will be able to say in his first year he's gotten as far as – any Texans head coach has gotten your source of hope is going to be C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans. I don't think we can dispute that, right? Not undisputable. Indisputable. Okay. Here's C.J. Stroud talking about his relationship with D'Amico Ryans and how he feeds off of that vibe. And I got a feeling we're going to see this in DJB Enemies feature, man. <laughs> Here is C.J. Stroud talking about the vibes with the yeah. other source of hope. Yeah, it's been great. Um, he's, he's a very positive person. Um, one thing about like just being um, in, in a locker room, in a, in, a, in a team room for the men, like you can you can sniff out when somebody's not being real. And he's just not a negative person, just not who he is, you know. So there's not one point I've ever seen D'Amico really, really negative. Of course, like he has times where he's mad and he's not happy with the standard or what, the, what we put out on the field, whatever. He holds everybody accountable but at the same time he does it in his way like not trying to force being the mad guy the angry guy but when he needs to yell and put his foot down he does so um you know that that's real when he does that you know what i'm saying so it's just cool to see a coach be real all the time all right there you go so so that's uh the relationship the dynamic between the two sources of hope 
what are your biggest reservations about the the sources of hope? Anything? Is it is it the surrounding CJ Stroud has? Is it the inexperience that D'Amico Ryan's has in this situation? Are there any like sources of eh, don't know what's going on here when it comes to these guys not being able to perform at the highest level on Saturday? This is going to sound like total Kool Aid drinking. Kool-Aid guzzling. It's fine. Jump in a pool. When's the last time you drank a cup of Kool-Aid? Oh, boy. Probably with the kids 15, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. There's better alternatives now. Who wants Kool-Aid? I mean. It, all due respect. It's good, but, like, there's better <laughs> alternatives. You can get, like, the Crystal Light mixers. You can get, like, there's a lot of alternatives. Plus, I grew up drinking that crap, man. Look at you. And the little packets that you have to it's mix. Humble brag right there. That's a humble brag? Yeah. That's not bragging. Trust Start, me. Started from the bottom. Now he's here. Uh, yeah, that, that is true. But anyway, um. Look, this is this is jumping in a pool of Kool-Aid. I have no reservations about D'Amico Ryan, uh, nor uh, C.J. Stroud. That's like, interesting. Like, so, like zero. But uh, well, I I don't really either. Um, but I I will say that as much as we say that these are the two sources of hope, they're going to need some help. But how, will they? And how much? Because one of the reasons that I said that is. C.J. Stroud has proved you can win with one receiver. C.J. Stroud but has that was against the Colts. A, a playoff contending team. With a crappy secondary. and At their place. Very crappy secondary. At, at their place. That was not Denzel Ward. Look, forget the particulars. Uh, all I'm saying is. Forget the particulars. Yeah, but forget the particulars. All I'm saying is like. That's convenient. In, in, in an environment of you got one receiver, he's proved it. In an environment on the road uh, against Joe Burrow, he's proved it. Uh, in an and Joe Burrow at his best, by the way, in an environment of just name your environment with a, no running game. When Damian Pierce was hit running into brick walls, he proved it. I like I I I, I, I almost feel ashamed to say this because you always got to say, well, there's some what if, right? With with a quarterback, I don't have any. And then there's D'Amico and what he said right there. Um, I think is is all you need to know about D'Amico. And this was the, I thought this was the best part of that of that audio you just heard. You can tell right away. I'm paraphrasing, but this is what he said. You can tell right away when someone is real. Yeah. When someone is authentic. Yeah. Like we do it. Like if we walk into a room and meet some people, we're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that cat. Uh, I feel like we have a good percentage. <laughs> we're, we're batting a thousand. Yeah. I think even, we got a good percentage. Even hosts occasionally, <laughs> like at the first meeting. I'm Houston. Uh, it's your boy Cam. <laughs> well, I walked out of there going, eh. <laughs> Yeah, I think I told you, too. It's your boy, Rick Kamla. <laughs> hey, it's Rick Kamla. I was like, oh, I don't know how long this is going to last. Anyway, that's uh, way too inside. <laughs> that's, that's way too inside. But so D'Amico Ryan's, like, what has he proved? Look, there there have been some severe flaws. I can't believe he got hired. All right, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what, what, what a dopey. You want to talk about dopey decisions. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Like, like yes, he's had they've had Here some Here we flaws. go, baby. There, there's been some flaws. Uh, with with late game situations early in the year, those have been corrected. Uh, you know they've won a lot of one possession games. So when it comes to D'Amico and CJ, how does uh, how do people like to say it? Miss me on that. Okay, so those are yeah. the two sources of hope. I, I would say, regardless of the gray area, I, I would say we both agree that we feel good about that. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the two sources of nope. Okay, now this word might be where it changes. <laughs> Amari Cooper. Yeah. Yeah. He's good. He ain't no 265 yards good. He, I don't even think he's a Bill 50 good. I mean, I, he's done it multiple times, but that what what happened the last time was an absolute. I, I like Amari Cooper, but but I almost I almost feel like 
it's it's a bad thing for them that he had the game that he had against the Texans because I, I think a lot of times teams sleep on Amari Cooper and he doesn't get like the attention that a that, that a top yeah, tier number one. I, I gets. do agree with that, and I do think he's very underrated. But I think the fact that he went off for two sixty five, I mean, he is there. He is not going to be slept on, and and I almost look at that as a good thing as opposed to him just having like his standard day. I, I do agree. He's kind of like. Is it Tyler Lockett, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, the guy that you're kind of like, well, there's someone else we need to worry about. And, and they don't even have a someone else. They don't. But but what I'm saying is, like, you, you don't, he doesn't quite get the respect. Yeah, he doesn't get – you're not, like, dividing – That said – Devising game plans. I mean, again, not to, not to, to be all over uh, Joe Flacco here, but he's been much better with Joe Flacco. Oh, he's been great. Yeah. He's been great. And, yeah. and uh, D'Amico Ryans is very aware of his work. Here's D'Amico Ryans talking about – Amari Cooper's record-setting day the last time these two guys, uh, teams met right down the street. Amari's a great player, made a ton of great catches, unbelievable catches in that game. And in, in position, we just got to be able to finish and make a play on the ball. Yeah, we do. And uh, hopefully maybe adjust a little bit what they did last time. Now, that's one source of note. Another one that I think we need to keep a really close eye on David Njoku. Mm -hmm. David Njoku. 100%. The Texans have been vulnerable against the intermediate passing game. David Njoku and Joe Flacco. That You want to talk about cranking it up a notch when Flacco got there. Njoku has done that. And D'Amico Ryans, he has respect for the other source of nope. Yeah. I mean, Njoku, he does a good job of catching screen passes or check downs and turning them into explosive plays. So it comes to when you're going against him, it's about tackling, right? He does a really good job of yak, right? He converts short passes, turns them into explosive. So where are you in position? You got to be in position. Multiple guys have to be at the football. He caught a big pass on us there. We were not disciplined in coverage, not where we should be, and he made a touchdown on us. These these are the two guys. Looking we, at you, Jalen Petrie. We talked about the who got benched in that game. Yeah. Um, these are the two guys that the Texans are going to have to contain, and then we know the two guys uh, that are going to have the Christian Harris and, and Blake Cashman are going to be huge. Uh, Jalen Petrie. Yeah. Uh, all, all hands on deck. You're going to have to Jalen Petrie. You want to talk about huge about game. comeback season, huge bounce game. back? You yeah. got benched last time you faced yeah. the squad. So huge game. If boy. anyone should have a a chip on his shoulder, it should be Nick Casario's favorite player, Jalen Petrie. He said if they had 500 of those, uh, they'd be pretty good. Or I, I don't remember the exact quote. So somewhere along there. Like if we had 50, if we had 200 Jalen Petrie. Whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't age well. Yeah, you'd be fired in, in two years <laughs> if you had uh, if you had that, Nick. Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Coming up, the Texans turnaround. We're live at the Post Oak Hotel. The Texans turnaround was already wild. But with what's going on in the AFC South now, it's gotten even wilder. Perhaps the creepiest, most pathetic interview from an NFL owner ever. And it came from the despised, stanky one. Next. <laughs> Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Reflection. It was a theme Monday. John Lopez wanted to reflect on how far the Texans have come from a year ago. No, because the reason I'm bringing this up, Landry Locker, John Lopez, live uh, from the Post Oak, I'm bringing this up because I kind of want to go on your side of things right now. Mm -hmm. And I want to reflect. I want to sit here and appreciate how far the Texans have come in a short, short time. And and I, I I think it's relevant as we localize it, as we do um, 10, 1040 every day here on Sports Radio 610, because there's another element of it. Now, when you look at what the Texans have done, it's really not that unique uh, in the NFL. And, and, and I don't say that to diminish what they've done, but it happens every year. Like, teams go from winning three, four games to getting in the playoffs all the time. Last year, it was the Giants. Uh, the year before, it was the Eagles from 4-12 and to 9-8, and eight, and the Bengals. Uh, but the year before that, it was Washington. The year before that, it was San Francisco. Like, you can go back every year. It always happens. Uh, and the Texans were facing the Indianapolis Colts, who were in a similar situation, uh, to get into this position. So that always happens. What I don't think happens is what's happening up in Nashville with – the old slash fake Oilers. And that's that during this time when the Texans and Colts were two of the worst teams in the NFL and at the bottom of the AFC South, the Jaguars and Titans were playing in the same type of game that the Texans and Colts just played in, two of the worst teams in the league. Mm-hmm. And now you have the Jaguars. They got more fall guys than than Al Capone. <laughs> they they are they are firing everybody except Doug Peterson and Trevor it's Lawrence. Like good fellas over there. I mean, goodness gracious, there there are fall guys fine guys in freezers in Jacksonville and the Tennessee Titans. They have fired their coach and they are the laughing stock of the NFL and it's kind of something that we can relate to, but it's easily something we can laugh at. We'll hear the most pathetic uh interview that perhaps you'll ever hear. Uh, in a second uh, from Amy Adams Stank up there in uh, Tennessee. But I do think it's crazy that if you just take what the Texans and Colts just played for, what the Jags and Titans current state is and what they were playing for a year ago, I I, I do think it kind of adds to maybe an appreciation of your reflection or maybe a sign of of, of things kind of turning, which I'm hesitant to say because of what I just said about the NFL. Look, uh, what happened yesterday, and, and you're about to hear it, actually was amazing to me and very, very heartwarming. Uh, Maybe heartwarming is not the right word. Sort of uh, amusing. Uh, And I'll explain why. But the the main reason is Amy Adams. Amy Adams Strunk. Man, I didn't know she was this weird. There were signs of being kind of psychotic and deranged and weird with the the Oilers' obsession and all that type of stuff and, and, and extra petty, which yeah. she, she probably got that from her father. Rest in peace. Um, but, man, I did not know that she was just some sort of nutcase psycho. Like it, this is she's she's Delusion. right now considered the worst owner in the NFL. Well, in a short time, she's considered right now the worst owner in the NFL. Well, thank you, because let, let me let me say it now before you hear the audio, because what you're going to hear 
is this some, is what we used to make fun of. The, well, let me, I'll take remember it a the step scripted further. stuff. I'll, I'll take it a, a step further. The Tennessee Titans are now what the what the Texans were. One hundred percent. Oh, it, it's one hundred percent. The Titans and name and let me go through the list. I, I was writing this down. She had a stupid, staged Q and A air quotes. Oh, with we'll an, hear that in a sec. With an employee. And what'd you say she did? She showed what? She showed her ass. Biggie, let's hear it. She showed her what? She showed her ass. Showing naked ass. That's what she did. It was a stupid staged Q&A with an employee of the Titans. That's one. Secondly, and you're going to hear it, she did not meet with the media. Yeah, she did not. Where have we seen that before? And uh, this is a compliment saw it back in the day. to Cal and Hannah. Saw it back in the but, day. But, but when they were the, the, the alleged delusional, out-of-touch, in over their head organization, according to, to to many, and I'm not excluding ourselves, you know, because we, we were critical of them uh, as well. You think she is in hiding? She, where have we seen that before, dude? The guy she the, won't make a public appearance. The, the guy interviewing her looked like he might as well been in an ISIS mo- movie. Yes, ISIS tape. <laughs> yes. Like I mean, he, big wide eyes, blink twice. He looks like he looks like <laughs> he looks like R. Kelly's girls doing that video yeah. with TMZ. And, and then there's this. Remember, and we, we torched him for this, too. We have a flatter organization. Oh, God. That's what she's saying in this audio you're oh about to God. hear. Oh, God. There is, and then there's this. Amy Adams. We're talking about Amy Adams staying Karen I mean, in the loop. point by point by point, the Tennessee Titans have become what the Texans were in 2019. She doesn't have a clear voice on the football side. She says that. She, she tells us that, that there is no clear final voice on the football side. And then there's the comments to this when oh, it was we'll hear posted. It. The comments to this. Oh, she's getting roasted. The most prevalent comment. Tell me if you've heard this before. Sell the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's incredible. Yeah, she's losing her mind. Yeah. Uh, here is the uh, the intro. Here's the start. Amy Adams sitting down. So she's like in a. She's on a, 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 a seat. She's, she's in sitting, a bunker. She's sitting with a with a uh, with a hostage. Cinder I mean, block bunker. I, I mean, employee. <laughs> and this is how Amy Adams starts her. Uh, Exclusive interview after yeah. firing Mike Vrabel. Controlling owner Amy Adams shrunk to discuss her decision. Amy, you mentioned in your statement that it was as difficult a decision as you've had to make in this role. Well, you're right, Mike. It was a very difficult decision. And Mike, he brought a lot of passion. Showing naked ass. Every day to work um, to, to, to the organization. And I will always appreciate what Mike brought. Can you tell us the reason or reasons that you decided to make this change? The last two seasons have been very disappointing and the, the fans felt it, I felt it. We made changes last year and I came to believe we needed to make a change to the coaching staff. People want to know when did you come to this decision? It wasn't a last night or a month ago or whenever. It's just kind of been all season watching. I thought it was time to make that change. Okay. She didn't say anything. Like there was nothing there. So then she's asked uh, Amy Adams, as, as we talk about how far the Texans have come in a year and how far the Jags and Titans have fallen for now, uh, why not trade Mike Vrabel? Like, if Mike Vrabel's going to end up in New England, why not trade Mike Vrabel? This is where you see, because I can understand, like, not wanting to answer questions, but this is where you start to hear, and this is why a lot of people do hide, because she, she shows her incompetence right here. 
Was consideration given to trading Mike Vrabel? Well, yes, there was, but there's a bit of misconception huh? about a coach's contract, say, versus a player's contract. A coach's contract, you can't trade them unless they're a willing partner to that trade. So, yes, we thought okay. about it, but at the end of the day, with league rules the way they are, it would have maybe put us back three weeks. And, you know, honestly, to, to get the right head coach, I was just not willing to, to go to the back of the line and take a chance of missing out on someone we, we really wanted. So is, does she think Jim Harbaugh is going to go to Tennessee or something? Like, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out there. Like, when she says that, you immediately think, okay, is Belichick going to go to the, the Tennessee Titans if he's, if he's gone? Is Jim Harbaugh going to be there? Like, there's no way Tennessee is picking at the front of the line. If she would have just said, look, Vrabel would have had to agree to a trade. He didn't want to do that, so it, we just decided to part ways. Okay, you didn't want to wait three weeks because you wanted to be at the top of the list? There's there's no candidate foaming well, at the mouth to go coach for you. This is another comparison, I mean direct comparison, to what the Texans were. Premier coaches don't want to go there. Why? Because of the joke of the organization. That is what was the the Texans were experiencing with Easterby here and, and all that stuff. So that's another one. And I, I just feel like we don't have to worry about the Tennessee Titans anymore, as long as she's in control, as long as this oh, is wow. going. Okay. We, I, I'll take it that far. No, that's fine. I, I, I think they're that dysfunctional. That's another word yeah. that was all, often mentioned with and the that's, Texans. That's, that's crazy for the Texans because that used to be a team that you, you had to bring your lunch pail no matter yeah. what the situation was. Uh, talking about the Texans getting ready to play a playoff game on Saturday while uh, the Tennessee Titans and Amy Adams Stank will be looking for a – New head coach. This is the final uh, piece of audio from uh, Miss Stank uh, talking about Titans fans Stank. and her message <laughs> to Titans fans. Take it away, ma'am. What does Amy Adams Strunk want Titans fans to know at this time? I have high expectations, and I'll never apologize for that. And these fans deserve a great team, and they deserve a championship brought to the city. And that's what we're going to work towards. And I'm prepared to make the hard decisions to hopefully get us there sooner. We have ran. We have a promising young quarterback. Showing naked ass. <laughs> I mean, the sky's the limit. We've got a great draft position. Things are bright for the Titans. I'm really very, very optimistic. And I'd like to thank the fans for hanging oh, with us this Sell year. Sell the team. It, it, our season was, it, it was unacceptable. But we're going to get there. We're going to get there sooner rather than later. Talk to the media. The, sell the team. Look, man. Was this, this team, was this really like an unacceptable season by the Titans? Like, was anyone expecting them to just set the world on fire? Dude, there were guys in masks with Russian semi-automatic weapons behind the camera. That's what it felt <laughs> like. That's what it felt like. You know, like, now you say this. How about, listen, to the, listen to the way he even asked the question. Holding cue cards. Yeah. Figgy, play, that, play the beginning of that, that, that yeah. question, number three. What does Amy Adams Strunk want <laughs> Titans fans to know at this time? I, okay, there did you I go. say that right? Yeah, good job, dude. Even former players like Andre Johnson. Do you think they had multiple takes here? Do you think there's a oh, chance she sure. stopped it and said, for "Hey, I don't like that answer. Let's redo this." It was a lot of cuts in there too. Uh, like, you could yeah, tell absolutely. the way the video sounded, dude. Uh, wow. And and let's go. Let's take another example, another comparison. Taylor Lewan is torching them. Just like Andre Johnson. Yeah, he said that. They, we'll, we'll hear from him when yeah. the internet goes nuts. He actually found out um, on the air. 
Well, uh, we're also here directly from Mike Vrabel. Uh, that will happen uh, in 1 p.m. You might be saying, well, Mike Vrabel didn't speak. Yes, he did. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you how uh, at 1 o'clock. Hashtag B-O-B-U up. Uh, coming up next, though, I feel too stanky. I feel dirty. I need a shower after hearing Amy Adams speak. Uh, and, and, and I need to be cleansed. And what better person to hear than the quarterback of your Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud, next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 